Hello, and welcome to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast with your co-host, my dad guy, and my sister, Michael. In today's episode, we'll be discussing an assignment Michael has, and to what degree are we obligated to our families. Without further ado, let's get into it. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast. It is your boy, Daddy, and I'm joined (laughs) by... Michael the Princess. Michael the Princess. It's been a minute. Yes, it yeah, has. It's definitely been a minute. I mean, now it's spring break, and what was the last time we did it? It was like New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are getting worse and worse at this podcast game. Yeah. We're just more and more time in the middle. I think we're just doing one at like every school quarter at this point. <laughs> Pretty much. We got to commit to something, like at least once a month, if not every two weeks. At least once a yeah. month. What do you think? Can we do that? We can definitely do it over the summer because I won't have anything else to do. We got to do it anyway. Just regardless, we got to do it. We got to do it. How you been doing, man? What's new in your life? (sighs) Everything sucks. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you were in such a better mood last time we did a podcast. What are you talking about? No, it's the end of the quarter and you might not remember how it is. But when it's the end of the quarter, all the teachers are just like, oh... We haven't done enough assignments, so we need to give you like 12 different projects now just so that you can actually get a grade. And it's just like, oh, great. We have how long to do this? Oh, two weeks. Yeah, that does suck. It's a lot of pressure, especially in high school. And why do you assign multiple projects in the same class? Yeah, the the pressure is real. That's tough, man. That sucks. And just like, let's see how many assignments we can get to tank your grade. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what they say in church and stuff, you know, trouble won't last always. Just remember, make it through this week and then you're off for a whole week for spring break. All you got to do is just make it through the week and it's okay. You can make it through a week. Let's say I have a test. I have a project I need to turn in. I have another project I need to turn in. I think I have yet another project I need to turn in. <laughs> and another one. Have uh, you finished any of them yet? I'm pretty sure I have another test. Have you finished any of your assignments yet? I finished one of them. Mm-hmm. And um, I technically like turned in the other one, but I could probably still add more to it mm. just to like make it better. <laughs> Look, and then you're, like, you're gonna be fine <laughs> you're a straight a student for a reason and even though you get stressed out and even though it gets really hard sometimes at the end of the day you're gonna do what you need to do you're gonna get the grades you need to get you're gonna crush it because that's what you do you crush it so what brings us to our podcast today mike speaking of projects this is yet another project <laughs> <laughs> one of the many projects that i have tell us about it so we had the option of doing this project in a variety of ways. I chose podcast because I actually have one. So cool. <laughs> and I also thought it would just also be the easiest. And I don't want to do added pressure by trying to come up with like a super complicated comic strip to illustrate this topic. And right. I had to do an interview anyway. So, so you're interviewing like, me. Yeah. Interview you and knock out the project at the same time. And get Win-win. to have a podcast. And get to we have haven't a done one in so long. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Cool, 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 cool. So, the topic that I chose to discuss, which, mm-hmm. by the way, all these questions that we got were mm-hmm. formed from reading A Raisin in the Sun. So. Reading what? A Raisin in the Sun. Thank you. Originally yeah. called The Crystal Stair. 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So the question is: To what degree are we obligated to our families? Such a great question. Yeah. To what degree are we obligated to our families? Yeah, and like Let's this talk really about is just a personal topic because it depends on your first off definition of obligation mm-hmm. and secondly your definition of family. Mm-hmm. Because. Who you call family depends on how you grew up or yeah. how you're growing up currently. So, yeah, interesting topic. I agree. Why don't you go ahead and take the first crack at it? Break it down for me. When you, we haven't talked about this ahead of time, so everything yes. you, you say, uh, oh, excuse me, everything you say, I'm going to be hearing for the first time and vice versa. So, let's open it up for discussion then. All right. So. I never think of like things in a straight line. If anything, it is like a web. <laughs> mm. And so I take this question and I break it up into like two different definitions of obligation, moral obligation and legal obligation. <laughs> That's a very, very smart way of looking at it. Yeah. It's like legally, I have no obligation to my family <laughs> unless you're talking about like the law of Christ where I'm supposed to like respect my parents and treat everyone nice but that's more of the moral side but legally speaking yeah. well it's like Christian right. law <laughs> right 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 and then like morally I'm just like oh yeah my parents have blessed me my siblings are okay to me <laughs> and so yeah I'll be nice I'll like contribute I won't complain when they tell me to do something because most of the time I don't have to do stuff yeah. and I just get to hang out so it's just like yeah be a good kid, do my best, try not to, like, stress you guys out with stupid stuff. <laughs> be like, ugh, they're yeah. in my room again! Like, I, I tend to not go to mom and dad for that kind of stuff. Instead, I just literally drag them out of my room, and then I lock the doors and be like, I told you to get out. <laughs> and then they'll go crying to mom and dad. I guess, so, let's look at the question a little bit differently, right? And then yeah. see what you think. So. To what degree are we obligated to our families? The way I take that is, how much am I responsible for the care and and welfare of my family? Yeah. Um, Now, obviously, when it comes to my kids, (laughs) I'm both legally and morally responsible for my kids, right? Yes. But once you turn 18 and you're considered an adult legally... I have no more legal responsibility for you. Yeah. But people could, some people argue, I still have a moral responsibility to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. Um, what about my brother, right? If, yeah. if my brother, uh, now he's married, he has his own grown kids, though he's going to be well taken care of. But what if he wasn't, right? So yeah. uh, what if he got sick and he he had lost his job and he didn't have any money and stuff? Am I obligated to move him into my house? Am I obligated to feed him, house him, clothe him? Um, he's a grown man. Um, my mother, right? Mm-hmm. What if um, what if she gets sick or what if she runs out of money and can't afford to take care of herself anymore? Am I am I obligated to? take her in am i obligated to have her live with me yeah and then there's also like the fact that like obligation changes throughout age because 
like with responsibility, there's more and less. Mm-hmm. So that's another factor. So I guess, so if we were to digest this question, obviously it's one of these questions that it really depends on your upbringing. It depends on your own mm-hmm. personal moral set of values, right? Your own set of values. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'll answer it after you do. But if we set it that way, right, then obviously where you're at right now, you're not actually obligated to anybody except except <laughs> yourself, right? Yeah. Like, but let's let's imagine when you get older, to what degree well, do like, you believe? Like even right now, mm-hmm. I feel like I do have like an obligation, just not like an adult obligation. Just like. What does your obligation look like right now then? So right now it's like running errands because I have my license. Like be like, oh yeah, drop Ty off at Taekwondo, mm-hmm. um, make dinner because that's the new thing that we've institutionalized. I don't know. Instituted. <laughs> Instituted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah, I know. And like <laughs> uh, getting a job to be able to help pay for the things that you guys have blessed me with, like my car, my phone. Mm-hmm. that kind of stuff because I am old enough to start contributing more mm-hmm. and so my obligation is to contribute and help out when I can I think and that's a great point me, I think that's a great point I didn't even think about it but yeah even as a child like, your obligation is to be a good kid yeah you know Especially to, be, to, like to do what you're told and keep your room yeah. clean and do your chores and be respectful and go to bed on time and you know, make good grades, be a good kid at school. You're right. Even as a kid, mm-hmm. you have your own set of obligations. Especially because, like I said, you guys have blessed me and my brother and my sister to the point where, like, we don't have too many responsibilities. Mm-hmm. We don't have to, like, go around vacuuming the whole house, <laughs> doing a deep clean on the sofa or something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, the most of my responsibilities is just, like, dishes dinner when it's my night do my homework help out my siblings and the dog but the dog was something i brought upon myself so (laughs) yeah (laughs) which you do a fantastic job with yeah so and then like every now and then because like i have a phone i have my own car i got my own room i have my own clothes and you guys like when you make us food it's stuff that we like which it doesn't have to be something that we like. Did you mention a car? Go out for dinner. I did. Okay, so yeah. we'll make sure you mention the car. My yeah. car. Okay. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, so because, like, you bless me with so many things, it's just like, yeah, the least I can do is, like, do what you guys ask of me. Because, in general, you ask so little of me in the first place. So, then, to what degree... Uh, are we obligated to our families? It sounds like the way that you conduct yourself it's a high degree yeah definitely a high degree but i'm also like really close with my family Mm -hmm. and with with you guys Mm -hmm. and so like it doesn't feel like an obligation either it just sort of feels natural (laughs) because when you think of like obligation it sort of feels like a chore yeah well you can do both like you can be obligated to do something feel obligated to do something Mm -hmm. and yet that doesn't mean that it has to be it doesn't mean that's the motivation for why you do it yeah right 
like I'm legally required to take care of you guys, but everything that we do, we do out of love, regardless, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, so the two can the two can go uh, consecutively, yeah. huh? So yeah, for me, it's a high degree that I feel like I have an obligation to my family. So it's a high degree of obligation. So when you get older, um, how do you balance that obligation then? So you're not gonna always have this high degree of obligation to your mom and me, um, or maybe you will, but maybe you'll have your own family. <laughs> it would family. depend on the circumstance. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, maybe you'll have your own family and then your yeah. obligations are going to be to your own kids and to... Uh, yeah, but like, I would feel like obligated to help you guys if you like, we're sick and so like, we'll come down, help you guys out with like anything like, I don't know, laundry. <laughs> Like, maybe help pay medical bills a little bit. But, like, if it was just, like, family movie night, I'd be like, uh, actually, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be obligated to do that. Well, let me, let me put it to you this way. So, my grandfather passed away in his 50s. Mm-hmm. His early 50s. Um, and my grandmother ended up moving in with my mother very soon after my grandfather passed away. All right, a couple of years after, like, first she was on her own. She had her own apartment and stuff. But eventually, she ended up just moving in with my mom. And my mom ended up caring for my grandmother for, like, almost 30 years. Like, a long time. Yeah. Over 30 years, actually. Yeah, I think it was, like, 30 years or more that she ended up caring for my grandmother. Like, uh, at the expense of, you know, maybe to a certain degree, her own happiness. Like, you know how hard it is for her to find a man when she's got a mother living with her and that kind of a thing, right? Uh, or every time she buys a house, she needs to make sh- Every time she bought a house or moved or whatever, she had to make sure that there was enough accommodations for my grandmother, that kind of a thing. And so the question can come up like, are we obligated to sacrifice so much in our life for our family? Or... for the adults in our family should they just be responsible for themselves you're a a grown you're an adult (laughs) like why do i need to sacrifice to care for you but again like that kind of thing like it depends on circumstance Mm -hmm. so depending on the circumstance would change the answer right of course yeah so tell me the circumstance. You know they're supposed to be me interviewing you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. Well, I don't want to go You're off. You're questioning me. I am. I don't want to go off and, and just spill my guts until I hear your perspective, though. <laughs> true, true. All right, so, like, if you wouldn't be able to, like, medically care for yourself, mm-hmm. because, you know, your knee, your shoulder. Don't be putting my business out there. Yeah, I got a couple little things. Rawr. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, if you had difficulty caring for yourself, mm-hmm. because, <laughs> yeah, just because, then, then yeah, like I would help you out because it's just morally right. <laughs> because that's what family do. Yeah, family yeah. takes care of each other, especially because like you took care of me, so it's just like yeah, return the favor. You're. An, a tough spot so yeah i'll help you that's cool man i appreciate yeah. that but then like if you just like we're like 
nah, yeah. I just want to invade your space. Then be like, uh, no. <laughs> invade your space. I am going to change the locks on here so you don't come in. <laughs> so it sounds like if I'm in, if I'm truly like if it's in need. need. Yeah. Like if you like truly have a reason. Yeah. Then I won't mind, but. That's Sir, you told problem. me to silence mine, and then you didn't silence you. Excuse continue, me. Continue, <laughs> continue. But yeah, so like, if there was truly a need where the circumstance like really required it, uh-huh. then yeah, I would. But if it was just for like no reason, and it was just cause, mm-hmm. or like just because like you were feeling clingy or something, and it's just like, nah, you still have to be your own person. You still got your life to live. <laughs> Go find a new adventure, man. <laughs> That's what it would be. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So for me then, yes. since you're interviewing me, so for me, um, I agree that it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the wheel on this. Now, oh. Since I have to interview you. All right. So I know right. I'm going to become the captain and All steer right. this conversation. All right. So let's start with like growing up. Mm-hmm. First off, what did like obligation? look like to you and like to what degree was that and then we can go further into that. so when i was a child yeah just growing up like a uh, young kid and then teenager and then when i was a young kid obligation meant a lot of what you said i felt uh, i saw my parents sacrifice every day for uncle love and me um my mom at one point i think she was working three or four jobs um you know, we never had a lot of money, but we were middle class, like we were comfortable. But that was because they worked hard to provide for us. So, yeah, I felt the obligation. I felt an obligation to be a good kid, to be well behaved, to work hard in school and to uh, to be respectful and to make something of myself. Um, that was the extent of the obligation that I felt. But I definitely felt that obligation to to my people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so high degree, like me. Yeah, high degree, Yeah. definitely. And then as you got older, like 20s and 30s, and then we can go into now. Um, when I was in my 20s, I didn't really feel an obligation to anybody except myself. Um, I was pretty selfish. Um, not in a bad way. Not selfish, really. It's <laughs> not like in a bad way. Like, I think it's, you know, you go through that transition where... YOLO! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. You go through this transition where you can really, for the first time, you're out on your own, you're grown, and you can just really focus on yourself. Um, and and that was the extent of my obligation. I just really focused on myself. And then, and then I got married, like right at thirty, and then the obligation shifted, and I felt the weight of that. Where now I'm I'm fully obligated to this whole new person. Mm-hmm. It's not my parents, you know what I mean? So. Um, and then you came along, and then your sister came along, and eventually your brother came along. And so all of my obligation really shifted to focus on the four of you. Um, and so there was always, there's always some degree of obligation to my parents. I want to make sure they're safe. I want to make sure that they're taken care of. I want to make sure that they're good to go. And to keep in contact with, because we do. Well, yeah, for sure. But I don't feel the the burden or the high level of responsibility or obligation to them because they can take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. My high degree of obligation are to those that directly rely on me to take care of them. 
um, and that's where I'm at now because you guys are all still living in the house. Yeah. So that's where the obligation is. Um, obligation to people outside of the four of you? Yes, to a degree. To what degree? Yeah, it, that's the thing. <laughs> that is the question. Um, because anything I do for somebody else takes away from what I do for my core family, which is the four of you guys. And so... Uh, that's okay, you know, if, mm-hmm. you know, that's okay, we're in a position, we can, we can care for others, take care of others, whatever, but... It's I, not more of an obligation, so as it's a favor. No, I, I wouldn't say it. it's still an obligation, but it's you can only passive. squeeze so much water out of a sponge, right? And so yeah. it's like, I can't overly obligate myself to somebody who technically shouldn't be relying on me, and take too much away from those who do actually rely on me, which is the four of you guys. Yeah. So, um, so yes, there's still that sense of obligation. Yes, I want to make sure that, like, my parents. Now, now I don't have any living grandparents, but you know, I want to make sure my parents are are good to go. They're taking even mm-hmm. my brother, his his kids. You know, I still feel that yeah. level of obligation um, to them. But it's a low degree obligation where you guys are the high degree obligation. Yeah. So to what degree? It varies. Yeah. <laughs> but it is there. And this, this, like all the questions, mm-hmm. actually, were mm-hmm. a very gray area. Mm-hmm. And the main focus was to talk about like generational differences. But I feel like, like circumstances were different, but like the base morals are the same. Between I'll tell you what the generational differences are as far as the way I see them. Yeah. My mother is a baby boomer. Mm-hmm. So that generation um, definitely felt and still feel a much stronger obligation to care for their parents. They, they truly believe that, and, and we saw this when we lived in Asia. It's, it's, it's a, it, was, it was really big in Asian culture where you're my child, I raise you. When I reach a certain age, it's your turn to raise me. It's your turn to take care of me. It's not even, mm-hmm. it's not even uh, a question. It's an expectation. It's a requirement of the culture yeah, that like you principle. will take care of me at my older age. Mm-hmm. For, for Nainai, for my mom, um, that, a lot of that generation, that baby boomer generation, felt the same way about their parents. And so my mom never really considered it that big of a sacrifice to take care of my grandmother for 30 years, yeah. right? To her, it was like, well, of course, that's my mother. That's, that's, that's the obligation. That's what I'm expected to do. I'm Generation X. Our generation um, was a little bit more selfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, you know, my, my mother's mother, her parents... They all went through the Great Depression. My mom was after the Great Depression and all of that. She was born in the 50s. Um, she's had a wonderful career. She's very well-to-do. She has plenty of money. And, and so we don't approach it with that same expectation that, you know, I'm going to have to start preparing now for the day that we're going to have to move my mother back in with us or move my mother in with us and, and be responsible for taking care of her and all that. Like, nah, she's she's really set herself up where that's just not even an expectation. And yeah. so where the earlier generations 
it was a full-on expectation. It wasn't like, oh, you're so nice. Like, no, you're just doing what you're supposed to do. You take care of your parents when they get old. You move them in and, and you stop your life and, and you live for them. That's different with, with my generation. It's going to be even that much more different, I believe, with your generation, where there is no expectation that um, you're going to come show up and move dad in with you, you know, in 30 years. I don't and even take know care if our generation is going to have enough people in homes. <laughs> All those people are going to become like TikTokers and Twitch streamers, and they're going to like get demonetized and canceled, and they're going to end up on the street. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be. I mean, that's a whole other side of the obligation thing. Like, let's say that you you do Probably decide to to not go to college because you're going to go pursue. Um, some some start my own company <laughs> yeah or or you know i'm an artist and i'm not just saying this because you're actually an artist but you know <laughs> if you're like i'm an artist and i need to go live out my passion and my dream and then you show up at my house when you're 25 years old and you're dead broke and you have no no college you have no career you have no way of taking care of yourself <laughs> am i obligated now to take this person back into my house and and coddle you and raise you and continue I, like yeah. Like, as know. generations go on, just looking at my generation's current state, I feel like the expectation of, like, how long you're going to be in the house is mm-hmm. going to end up being, like, you're going to be, like, 25 years old still living in your parents' basement. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're not going to be able to take care of ourselves as much as we go on because yeah. we're becoming so... We have such an unrealistic view of the world where everyone seems to feel like they can be superstars, but... If everyone becomes no, like if everyone becomes a superstar, then no one's really going to be a superstar. You're then yeah. going to have to be a mega star in order to. I think it's get more than that. Out. I think it's just that your generation hasn't really had to work for anything. Yeah, that too. Like everyone's been like, given so much. Yeah, and so I love your generation, also, but your generation is just lazy. Right? Yeah, so, but so that's that a that's a separate conversation. But yeah, to answer the question, since you're interviewing me, like that obligation. Um, I think there is I think I'm I think I have an obligation to make sure that you are always provided for um that you have food to eat and and a roof over your head. I also think that if you're grown, then I get to set the terms for what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to accept those terms, then I'll make sure you're taken care of. If you don't want to accept those terms, then I will shake a hand and wish you well and say good luck, you know, and I'll see you later. Yeah. Because um, that's also just the point where, like, you're supposed to get your stuff together. You're an adult. You can legally vote. <laughs> yeah. You you chose your own path at that point. That's part of it. But the other part of it is you're never going to learn to fly if you just stay in the nest all the time. Like, you're not going to grow. You're not going to move forward in yeah. life if you always are taken care of and you always have these safety blankets it's and like the safety a, net that's always there for you. Yeah, that reminds me of this one thing that we looked at in school where they were talking about like helicopter parents mm-hmm. and the fact that so many people in college literally getting ready to graduate from like their four year mm-hmm. and they still had their parents making appointments to the dentist and stuff right and like they exactly. didn't know they didn't know how to do taxes still and they still didn't know how to do this and that and all that kind of stuff yeah and so like they had been called for so long that like now they're literally about to go to the workforce and they still know nothing about the real world <laughs> yeah it's so sad man it's so, so sad i see people like this all the time and, and that's so that's another, why that's we talk to you point guys. of obligation right we're like yeah. it is your job 
to prepare you for yeah, the world. That's for the that's real, our job. Not just like the world, but the real world. That is our job. Like that's yeah. literally the quintessential point of our job as parents is to properly prepare you for the world that you're going to go out and mm-hmm. venture into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean giving you everything you want and making everything as easy and as comfortable or whatever for you mm-hmm. as possible. It means, dude, the, the, the world can be an ugly place sometimes. And, yeah. and you're not going to always get what you want. You're not going to win a trophy all the time. You know what I mean? Like you're Participation gonna, award. Yeah, you're going to lose. Somebody's probably going to break your heart. Somebody's probably going to say something to hurt your feelings. You know, you're not going to get that job or you're going to get rejected by whatever. Like, you just got to prepare for the real world. And that that's that's what I view our job as. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's like the focal point. But just because of that doesn't mean, like, you don't help boost or, like, give step in the right direction. That's right. Yeah. Because that's what you guys do. Like, you help aid in the direction. Because we're still kids, so we're still sheltered. To a degree. <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> to a degree. To so, a like, degree. it's realistic, but it also doesn't mean that you're going to let us fall flat on the ground. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Over Never. a small... Not I yet, anyway. I might, I, might, yeah. I, might, I might let you fall, but I won't, let you, I won't let you hurt yourself. Yeah. Might stumble down that hill, but we're not going to go fall off and crack our skulls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> In the That's bottom right. of it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, this was a good interview. Yeah. Did you get did you get the information you were looking for? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Alright, good. I wanted to bring Nai Nai into this. Just so that we can have like a generational chain. Ooh. Well maybe we but, can do that next time. We'll get her yeah. up on Skype and and I'll figure out how to record that and we can uh we can do like a, a multi way and we'll yes. set that up in a in an upcoming pod. That sounds so, good. So in conclusion Yes. The degree varies. Mm-hmm. But, for the most part, it is to a high degree. Okay. As a consensus. <laughs> yep. There That's my takeaway. Yeah. That's my takeaway. Yay. This was great. It was a nice conversation. It was a nice conversation. Let's do it again. We'll and do it, it again over spring short. break. It was short, which is good. It wasn't that got, short. It was a half hour. It was well, good. Yeah, yeah, but like normally one was an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that one for when we start talking about this new boyfriend you have. I don't have a new boyfriend. Guys, he's capping. Uh, <laughs> can I say his name? No. <laughs> he's not even my boyfriend. Yeah, we're going to no, save that one no, for next No, this is for my class. If you say his name, he's going to know. <laughs> That you've been trolling uh, me about it. All right, all right, all right. Oh all right, fine, fine, I'm fine. cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to keep it in. I never said his name. Okay, fine. <gasps> uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. I, I wouldn't do that to you, sweet <laughs> thing. I wouldn't do that to you. Okay. Uh, look, my computer started tripping like, yo, you're getting too loud in the microphone. <laughs> all right. We're going to go ahead right. and wrap this thing up. This has been the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. If you want to find us, just put that daddy daughter real talk podcast in the facebook you can see our page we have been offline for a while but we're about to get this thing straight crack a lack in here soon i feel like we say that every episode we do we do <laughs> but we're gonna get back on this horse man it's oh, just found, been a weird I season i found so. the podcast on my school chromebook you found what yeah i found this podcast on the school chromebook and you know what that means it got past the firewalls and it's acceptable so, yeah. well that's good because we don't do explicit content exactly up on this so you can I, come back so this has been uh, this has been Daddy the host joined by 
Michael the Princess. Michael the Princess. If you happen to look us up on iTunes, go ahead and give us a rating. We'll take five stars. Anything less than that, you are a a hater. hater. In the words of Bomani Jones. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace out. Hi, this is Ty, and I would like to thank you for listening to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. Be sure to join us again soon. Until then, be blessed. Be blessed.